Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. You just walk out of another failed sales presentation. After preparing for days, your only feedback is, "This seems like a good product, but I don't think it's right for us at this time." Somehow, this rejection reminded you what one of your departed direct reports said on his exit interview. I don't think this company understands what we need as employees to be productive. After seeing many setbacks in all aspects of your job, you ask yourself, "How do I present to others that I care about them? How do I earn others' trust? How do I put myself in their shoes? How do you succeed by relating to others at work?" Welcome to episode forty-five: How to succeed at work through empathy. Guide to practice empathy to improve work relationship for success. Welcome to episode forty-five. Wow, it has been forty-five already. It is hard to imagine how long this journey has been since we started back in last October. Thank you all for tuning in and sharing this road with us in achieving success in life together. Now, before we start, in the recent weeks. California has been hit hard with some of the worst fires in American history, which especially hard as that we are still in pandemic. Many listeners know that California really needs some help now, and there are a lot of firefighters who have been working nonstop day after day, and for many who have lost their homes and families, livelihood. So please visit California Fire Foundation. Your support. May means a world for those people who are really looking to rebuild. And if you cannot donate, please share your information with your social circle, as it will really helps. Now, as you know, our country is still going through our annual flu season. We are still battling the pandemic of coronavirus. To win this battle, we need to protect our heroes in the front line by visiting Thrive Global First Responders first. 
you'll be able to help them with PPE, care packages, and resources that many of them desperately need. For any listeners, if you know a nonprofit that supports the community and making a difference that you would like to give a shout out to, please email or DM me. I will be more than happy to highlight them. Now, with all that being said, I'd like to kick off our episode with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our news is brought to you by Fox News, written by Stephen Soros. The title is Ohio Officers Crowds Car Wreckage to Rescue Trapped Child. An Ohio police officer crawled into a car wreckage to rescue a trapped child after the vehicle overturned in a crash over the weekend. Police body camera video shows Officer Yamel Yekarasiam going to extraordinary measures to save a life after responding to a car crash on Interstate 480 just after 7 p.m. Saturday. The Twinsburg Police Department wrote on Facebook, When the police arrived, both the driver and the child were trapped inside the upside-down car. Twinsburg Police Chief Christopher Noga say in the statement, the child was strapped into a child safety seat. Officers noticed the child's legs losing color. Incarnacion is seen on video crawling over the broken glass through a window to reach the child in the wreckage. Police said he cut the safety belt free and pulls the child out of the car. The woman and the child suffered only minor injuries and were taken to hospital for treatment. This is what we do, and this is why we do what we do, Noga said. This is why I am honored to work with the best police officer and the staff in the world. The driver told police she had moved to the left lane to pass a slower-moving vehicle. As she changed lanes, the car in the front of her also moved to the left lane and suddenly applied the brakes. The driver told police she reacted by applying the brakes quickly and overcorrected her steering. The car left the roadway and rolled over into the eastbound lanes of the interstate, police said. Most police officers do not think of themselves as extraordinary, Noga said. We do what we do because we love our communities and want to serve them to the best of our ability. So here at Light Plus Up, we really thank you, Officer Incarnacion, for demonstrating the most bravery and also become an inspiration for many others. Because of you, a child is safe, and we cannot thank you enough for it. Now, let's get to our second news, which is brought to you by the Good News Network. The headline is, Brave Hospital Staff Stays Behind in Hurricane to Care for 19 Babies in Intensive Care by Judy Coe. All newborn babies are fragile, but none more so than those whose first days were spent in intensive care. When Category 4 Hurricane Laura threatened the city of Lake Charles in Louisiana, a mandatory evacuation was ordered. But for 19 of its newest residents, leaving was pretty much impossible. Staff members at Lake Charles Memorial Hospital were adamant. If the babies couldn't be evacuated safely, they'll remain behind with them 
until the danger pass. With wind gusts up to 135 miles per hour, hammering the town, Dr. Juan Bassano, along with a team of 14 nurses, two nurse practitioners, and three respiratory therapists, stayed behind in NICU, caring for the tiny charges and shifts as the storm raged through the night. Earlier in the day, the babies had been ferried from the single-story Lake Charles Memorial Hospital for Women to the hospital's steadier 10th-floor main building. Some of the infants were on respirator or ventilators. Some were born prematurely, as early as 23 weeks. Matt Futter, Director of Communications of Lake Charles Memorial Health System, told CNN, We transferred 19 NICU babies from that facility to our main campus in record time, 19 babies across the city in under two hours. Doctors, hospital residents, members of the sheriff's department, and a host of others all pitch in to make sure the babies and everything necessary for their care, including respirators and incubators, safely made the trip. By the time the worst of the storm hit, the staff and the babies were hunkered down in hallways, as far away from the howling winds and whipping rain as they could get. It's important to know the dedication of all the nurses and the respiratory therapists to keep taking care of the babies when they don't even know the condition of their homes. Dr. Bassano told CNN, In a small town like this, people have to pull together. I'm proud of them. During the night, the air conditioning was knocked out and the hospital lost water service. Throughout the ordeal, Dr. Bassano kept anxious parents and relatives updated via frequent posts to his Facebook page. When the storm is over, and out of the little parents faring well, the babies were said to be transferred to other area NICU where vital services hadn't been interrupted by hurricane. This morning, because the babies were stable, I got a couple of hours of sleep. We are still in the hospital, Bassano said. To paraphrase a line from the old lullaby, when the wind blows, the credits might rock. But the heroic stuffer of the Louisiana hospital, letting them fall simply wasn't an option. So here at Light Plus Up, we thank all the doctors and nurses of the hospital and Dr. Bassano for becoming an inspiration to all of us. Because of you, 19 babies have a very extraordinary memories that can go on for many, many years. Now, let's all take a small break before we jump into our main segment. Hi, this is Kevin from Life Plus Up. Do you want to have more resources or episodes? If you do, don't forget to visit our Patreon page listed in the show description. As being a patron to our Patreon, you'll be getting special episodes, workshops, or even one-on-one -on -one Zoom meetings for your life coaching plans. Be sure to sign up for our publication, The Life Business Insiders, where you can find tons of resources to help you from some of the most brilliant minds in the industry to help you to succeed in personal, financial, and career. So don't forget to subscribe to The Life 
Business Insider, a free online publication for all the listeners of the Light Plus Up podcast. So let me ask you, what is empathy? Some say empathy is an ability to relate to others. Others simply describe as putting one in another's shoes. According to the Webster Dictionary, empathy is defined as the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, an experience of another of either the past or present without having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objectively explicit manner. That's a lot of work. In my perspective, the true definition of empathy is best described by Brienne Brown, a world-renowned author and an American professor. She say, empathy is simply listening, holding space, withholding judgment, emotionally connecting, and communicating that is incredibly healing message of you are not alone. In this day and age, empathy is essential in conduction of business, forging solid professional relationships. The new generation of workforce expects the employers to create an empathetic working environment. The consumers expect products to tailor to their essential needs instead of being told what they should have. As the world continues to evolve into a diverse and more inclusive society, the ability to demonstrate empathy has become more important than ever. For over 15 years, as a life coach, I've dedicated myself to help others to succeed in personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I've seen many individuals succeed at work through their ability to empathize with others. I have worked at companies that create a productive working environment through an understanding of employees' needs. I have also met many professionals and businesses fail due to lack of ability to connect with their target markets. To be successful at work, one has to be able to utilize empathy for recommending solutions, leading others, and creating a desirable working environment. Now let's talk about recommend through empathy. The only way to change someone's mind is to connect with them from the heart. Rashi Ogularu has once said, Think about your last interaction with a salesperson, maybe a car dealership sales, or a cable company representative. Better yet, the home warranty robot call. How do you feel about the interaction? Did you feel annoyed? Did you feel that your needs weren't their top priorities? Did you accept their recommendations? Most likely, your answer is no. A sell pitch without empathy generally resulted in rejection or transactional customer with no loyalty. In my previous article, Master the Art of Sales Through Relationship Building, I discuss in length the difference of a salesperson and respected advisor to customers. Unlike a salesperson who wants to promote features and benefits of the product, regardless of who the target market is, the advisor often tailors their recommendation to the needs of their customers. Just imagine your doctor neglect of asking your health condition and allergies before issuing prescriptions. What will be the consequences? Quite deadly, right? 
For one to be genuinely successful in recommending the right solution for the target, empathy is the must. Suppose you want to be trusted advisor instead of an annoying salesperson. First, you have to put yourself in your customer's shoes. You have to understand their needs, what their goals are, what their frustrations are, what kind of the past experiences they have, and what they wish to achieve. Then you imagine what you will do if you are in their positions. What resources do you have at your disposal? What are the backup plans or countermeasures if the first plan doesn't work? After you have constructed an action plan based on the needs and situation of your customer, your recommendation will most likely be well received. Remember, being able to be effective in communicating or recommending solutions is essential at work, but ability to influence and to lead your peers through empathy is equally critical. Oprah Winfrey once said, "Leadership is about empathy." It's about having the ability to relate to and connect with people for the purpose of inspiring and empowering their lives. Have you ever felt a disconnect between your visions of a project and what your team executes toward? How about the stressful feeling that your upper management doesn't seem to understand the struggles of the frontline workers when releasing the new KPIs? Have you ever thought about how wonderful it will be? If your boss can just be in your shoes for just one day, if your answer is yes to any of the questions, you have experienced leadership without empathy. Leading and influencing your peers through empathy is one of the keys to being successful at work. If you are able to relate and connect to your team, you will be able to propose strategies that are best for them to fulfill their potentials. Imagine you are assigning a project that requires someone to be extra detail-oriented. Do you think it's a good idea to choose an individual who frustrates easily with complicated directions? How about asking an introvert individual to take on a salesperson role without prior training? How effective do you think your team can perform if you did not take the time to understand their strength, comfortability, or feelings? Jim Rohn, a renowned entrepreneur, once said, "As a leader, you should always start with where people are before you try to take them where you want them to go. To be successful in motivating and inspiring others at work, first, you have to be able to relate and understand them. You have to know what their motivators are. What are the goals?" What are some challenges that you think they will encounter if they listen to you? How do you connect what is truly important to them to what you wish to accomplish? Remember, you can never force anyone to work for you voluntarily. They have to be inspired to. Lead and influence others through empathy is critical to career success, but working environment is also essential. So let's talk about creating an empathetic working environment. Simon Sinek, the motivational speaker, once said, "When people are financially invested, they want to return. When people are emotionally invested, they want to contribute." Have you ever worked in a toxic working environment? How did that experience impact your drive and motivation for career advancement? 
Were you excited to go to work? Were you inspired to stay? Or you can't simply wait to leave fast enough? Many of us have experienced toxic working environment at some point of our careers. It may be resulted from comments of your coworkers or management. It could also be the result of company's cultures, which promote negative behaviors. It can even be the unfair and lack of transparency in career path set forth by the upper management. Regardless of what the situations were, they are all examples of working environment that lacks empathy. Like I have previously pointed out, empathy is to understand and emotionally connect with others. When a workplace lacks of empathy, the people who work there often feels excluded, favoritism, resentment, anxiety, and most importantly, stress. When an employee is burdened with so many negativity, it will be hard to expect performance and motivation out of them, right? So how does one influence and create empathetic work environment? Many people have the misconception that only the leaders can influence the culture of the workplace. In reality, the environment is the collective behaviors of everyone in it. You alone can start making a difference by displaying empathy toward others. When you are able to connect with your peers, your team, and even your bosses, you will be able to inspire similar attitudes from them. Just think of the recent corporate walkouts of Google, Amazon, or even Facebook. The employees were tired of the toxic work culture and decided to take a stand to convert their environment into a much more empathetic one. So remember, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Say by Lao Tzu. For the past 15 years, I dedicated myself to help others to succeed in core components of life. Over the years, I've encountered individuals who have successful careers by demonstration of empathy. I've seen businesses achieve milestones after milestones by creating a positive workplace through an understanding approach. In contrast, I have also seen many fail to reach their potential due to inability to be empathetic. For one to be a successful in career, one has to be able to recommend through empathetic approach, leading others by understanding and creating a desirable workplace through emotional connection. So, next time when you feel your workplace is toxic, let me ask you, what are you going to do about it? All right. I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you have any questions, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or simply DM me on Instagram or Facebook. I hope to see everyone next Wednesday on Life Plus Up. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. 
And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.